you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Glad to have you with us. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. This is your Tuesday Best Bets episode. Join me tonight, Jay Money. You can find him on Twitter at JMoneyIsMoney. Jay, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Trying to start to see NBA really well now, so uh, it's time to start stacking up these wins the second half of the NBA season. Love to hear it. Also joining me is the analytics capper, Albert Wynn. You can find him on Twitter at analytics capper. Albert, how you doing? The books better watch out. If Jay is seeing the NBA clearly, he's going to get on a big run, guys. Um, I'm in I'm in uh, Boston for the week, so the legalization of sports betting is happening in Massachusetts. I want to be here for that tomorrow night, so excited to do that and excited to get into the NBA tonight. Awesome. So let's go ahead and get into our best bets. We'll go around the table. We'll say what our best bets are for the evening, and then we'll explain the cap on them. We'll start with Jay. Jay, what's your best bet for Tuesday slate? Yeah, I'll be rolling with the books in this one. Uh, should be the first quarter should be around minus four, minus four and a half when it comes out. But regardless, I don't care what the spread is. I see books smack city um, really early and often. To be honest with you, but I'm really comfortable with that first quarter. Uh, what I've uh, I'll break it down later. But books first quarter for me. Uh, I do not understand what's happening where Jay is taking the bucks. I do not understand. I'm very confused. <laughs> he's been dogging them all year. AC, what's your best bet for Tuesday? There's two games tomorrow on national TV. I'm going to take the first game here on TNT. I like the Lakers on the road, Madison Square Garden, plus two and a half. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to join you. My two are going to be the Lakers, plus two and a half, and on the money line versus the New York Knicks. Uh, and I will also take the Denver Nuggets, minus seven and a half versus the New Orleans Pelicans as the Nuggets return home from their road trip. All right. Let's go ahead and get into the cap. Now, Jay, you you have doubted this Bucks team all year and it's it's gotten me to be like real cautious about it they have not been the dynamite team versus eastern conference opponents at home that i have wanted them to be uh this year because they've been so reliable however the last two weeks this team has been an absolute freaking freight train they're bombing threes Giannis had like 47 and 30 minutes yesterday it's ridiculous why do you like the bucks first quarter here 
Yeah, it, the Giannis has been going crazy. The Bucks are starting to put things together. They got Middleton coming off the bench. Basically, a healthy team right now. But uh, first off, I mean, the Bucks are twenty and five straight up at the house, seventeen and eight against the spread. So this is where they ball out. This is where they're most comfortable. The Hornets sitting sitting at fifteen and thirty six, guys, eight and twenty on the road straight up. This uh, I don't know why they're winning games. In my opinion, you might want to start setting setting your guys out. You're not going to make the playoffs. You're ten games ten games back from the ten seed. So uh, I know the Hornets sometimes can come back in game so that's why i'm staying off the full game in this one but regardless man this is my cap on it man the books five and one ats last six first quarters uh they're starting out hot in these games man they're coming out pissed off uh they're starting to get in playoff mode as well someone like i said those warriors were um today as well six and one straight up and five and two against the spread last seven but this is a major revenge spot here man it's time to me start getting back from my to my revenge spots they lost 138 to 109 on january 6th Giannis had nine points in that game it's not happening again they got outscored 51 to 28 in the first quarter. Absolutely smacked City from the beginning. Uh, and they were down 84 to 60 at the end of the first half as well. They didn't win a single quarter in the game. That's the prime definition of getting smoked as well. Uh, and the Hornets, 1-4 and four against the spread last five in the first quarter. And 0-5 against the spread last five in the first half. Um, I think the Bucks come out here with vengeance on their minds. I think they're up double digits at the end of the first quarter in this one. Bucks are nine and five against the spread full game versus Eastern Conference opponents this season. That's way better than I thought it was. It felt like they were being a, they were a lot shakier, but most of those are probably the road games I was looking at. That's sixty four percent, and they're straight up seventy one percent. First quarter differential is an average of about let's see two about it's a little less. It's about only about one point three. So they have underperformed there, but they have been an absolute monster as of late. This is bold. I like it. You're laying a lot of points for a first quarter line. Does that make you nervous at all? It doesn't make me nervous. Like I say, I think they'll get up early and often in this one, man. Giannis is an absolute matchup nightmare for this game. They didn't come to play the last game. I'm pretty sure that they're going to look back at that one and say, all right, look, we got to come out and get on them first. I mean, they gave up 50 points in the first quarter, man. What are we doing here? I see Giannis. He, he might have 15 points in the first quarter. There's no one to stop him. And like I say, the Hornets have been coming back in game. There's been second half comebacks. Basically, a team will get a lead versus them. They'll come back in the second half. But uh, to start the game, they get smoked like they're supposed to do okay i want to look at this so since january 1st at home the bucks so in the last two weeks the bucks first quarter wow okay yeah the last two weeks the bucks first quarter spread average win average point differential sorry their point differential first quarter is 10 they've beaten teams wow. by 10 points over the last, city. the last two weeks so Woo, okay, yeah, you're on target there. Uh, nice cap on that. All right, AC, uh, what do you like for well, – tell me why you like the Los Angeles Lakers taking on the Knicks, and I'll give you my cap on it. Yep, normally I would not uh, back the Lakers. Um, they're usually one of the more public teams in the NBA. They're usually one of the latest games of the night, so people are kind of chase that last win in, in the Staples Center. But this is a completely different scenario here. They're on the road. They're in Madison Square Garden. They are on a second night of a back-to-back. -back. I think that's why the move, the line moved against them. But it's a fake second night of a back-to-back. -back. AD rested tonight. LeBron rested tonight. Um, I think they are a matchup nightmare against the Knicks, especially without Mitchell Robinson. The Lakers' front line overnight with the return of AD and the, you know, the trade for Rui is a big front line now. And I think they're going to dominate the rebounding, the boards. And I think they're going to come out and, and play. And we know the, the very last time out, they got jobbed at the end of the Celtics game. LeBron got fouled on that left lefty layup. So I think he's going to come out with a vengeance, but I think he's going to start getting his teammates involved because I know 
I know for a fact he's trying to get the scoring title either against the Bucks or against the Warriors, right? So he's going to try to play his his game that way. Uh, with that being said, I think the Lakers right now are playing at a better uh, pace. They are 4-1. If you throw, throw out tonight, right, there's no LeBron, there's no AD. If you throw out tonight, they're 4-1 against the spread in the last five. 5-0-1 against the spread in the last six home uh, road games. And on the flip side, the Knicks don't play really well at home, guys. It's really hard to be the home team at Madison Square Garden. They're only 3-7 and seven against the spread in New York. So I like the Lo- Los Angeles Lakers in this one. I'm with you. Uh, my numbers make this way closer to a pick em. And that's mostly because the Knicks are bad at home, like you mentioned. Uh, so th- for the season, the Knicks is a home favorite, 7, 10, and 1, just 41%. And since December 21st, as a home favorite, s- they are 2 and 6. Straight up, now 2 and 6 against the spread, and uh, 3 and 5 straight up as a home favorite. This is one of the worst teams in the league at home for whatever reason. They just they have not been good at home all year. Uh, Lakers on the road as a dog this season haven't been good. They're 8-14-1, and one, and that spooked me. However, if you throw out tonight's game where they rested AD and LeBron versus the Nets, they have won six of their last eight against the spread as a road dog. So they've been much better in that spot. Healthy LeBron and AD, my numbers aren't going to be able to account for AD's absence. So they're probably, a little, I should upgrade them a little bit more for AD being back, which would make them even higher here. I'll take the, I'll take the Lakers plus two and a half. I'll grab on the money line as well. We've talked about the value on that throughout the year. Uh, one more for you. I do like the Denver Nuggets here, minus seven and a half versus the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, they're on a two game losing streak. This team tends to respond when they're on two game losing streaks. They Joker puts it into another gear when they're when they're on a losing streak. He, de- he knows that they can creep into it causing anxiety and stress. And I don't think Joker likes dealing with that with that. Um, with my adjusted numbers for Zion being out, I've got this nuggets by 12. So I've got a huge gap here. This was eight and a half. It moved back towards the Pelicans because uh CJ McCollum's probably gonna play, Brandon Ingram's probably gonna play. Uh Nuggets, Jamal Murray's questionable. I'm not worried really about that. It's possible Bones Highland doesn't play because there's a lot of trade talks around him, but Bones Highland isn't, hasn't been a positive player for them this season. Um, the Nuggets have been lights out at home. They've been absolutely dominant at home and against the spread. This is a good number, and so I'm going to go ahead and lay the 7.5 versus the Pelicans. Jay, what do you think? I'm scared of the Pelicans. I mean, they're been, they've been playing like ass. They've been playing terrible. <laughs> yeah, they but have, they I, always, I wonder when they're going to put it together. Uh, I mean, they did have some good spurs versus the Bucks before they went and smoked them. But, uh, I mean, I can't talk you off their bed. The Pelicans are – recent performance and recent form tells you that you can't bet the Pelicans right now. I know that they're a better team than what they're showing. I just wonder when they're going to put it together. Historically, they have played really well versus the Nuggets. 6-1 and one against the spread last seven in Denver and 11-5 and five against the spread last 16 meetings uh, period so uh, and they just took a one point loss versus them at home versus uh, versus the Nuggets. Nuggets were up by double digits in that one. Pelicans came all the way back to make it a one point game so um, I, I worry about laying points with me uh, with the Nuggets here. That's just me personally. Look, I, I am of the opposite mindset this season and it's worked out pretty well this year where it's like anytime that you're like yeah but is this the game where they turn it around? I mean maybe but like what what logical reason do we have to think like this is the game where the Pelicans were three and thirteen in their last sixteen games get right? You know, if I didn't have a number edge on it, 
I would be like, all right, there's no reason to bet this, right? Like, okay, yeah, they've been hot, but I'm just, I'm not going to get swayed off of Nuggets at home, good spot. Nuggets off of a loss, good spot. Pelicans playing like ass is not, like, the Pelicans have been really bad, so I don't want to fade them, right? When they turn it, I'll note that, but I'm I'm not going to get scared off of uh, betting that way. What do you think, AC? I actually agree with both of you guys here. Uh, I'm personally going to lay off. Uh, there's no way you can back the Pelicans right now. They're playing terribly. Um, I think the return of Brandon Ingram, who I really like as a player, has actually kind of ruined their momentum. Uh, they have to reintegrate him back into the offense. Not having Zion Williamson is huge, guys, and he's been a matchup nightmare for his entire career. He just can't stay healthy. Um, without him, they're just not the same team. And even with him, they're a terrible road team. So they're going into one of the hardest places to play, they just got out of Milwaukee, which was also one of the hardest places to play. I think this is a throwaway game. Personally, I think the Pelicans are going to take their losses and come back, try to mend uh, and get healthy and try to win some games at home. But for me, from a from a capping standpoint, I agree with Matt in the fact that it's really nuggets or nothing in this game, but I'm going to just be very selective. I'm most likely just going to do the Lakers and most likely the Bucks as well. All right, it's going to wrap it up for Buckets for a Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you guys being with us. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Jay's got Bucks first quarter, minus four and a half. Laying the wood for Smack City. AC's got the Lakers with me, plus two and a half. I'm going to have the Lakers on the money line as well. And I'll lay the Nuggets, minus seven and a half. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. You can follow this, this show in the Action Network app. Best way for you to track your picks. You can find it every single day in the app, as well as Green Dot Daily, your daily betting agenda. Check out all the great offers that are going on in the Action Network app for Super Bowl. You can get all of our analysis for the big game as well. We'll see you guys again next time on Buckets, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Until then, let's get Buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.